evolution. That explains a lot. I know. Does it though? Mm. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome! <clears throat> to the podcast. To the podcast. Uh, this is the Fuck Hunt Kill podcast. It's the horror podcast. <laughs> it's a podcast named after our, our free favorite pastime activities. Yeah. And uh, this is Abby. I'm at, he pointed at me, I'm Abby. And today, this is Mache. And I'm Mache. He's Mache actually every day. Um, every days. day. Yeah. It's a burden. I had, yeah, it's a burden it's having hard. to know him, to be honest. Um, <laughs> what do, what so, are we doing today? <laughs> today we're doing, well, that's private, but what we're talking about today is the film Mayhem, which was directed by Joe Lynch. Very easy name to say. Joe Lynch, yes. Yes. It's not a Swedish film. It's not a Swedish film. It is, in fact, American. Though it was filmed in Serbia, I'll have you know. Whoa. Uh-huh. You did your research. I did I not did. know that. It was filmed in Serbia because the director, Joe Lynch, went to lots of people and he was like, hey, Vancouver, can I please film here for this long? And they were like, no, only this long. And then I went somewhere else and they were like, no, only this long. And he was like, fine, I'll go to Serbia then. I did it before. And he filmed well, it in yeah. Serbia because they had more time to film. Yeah, for less money. That's It's all about money. Well, yeah. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> well, so probably. Serbia was cheaper than Canada. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, but yeah, film in Serbia. That's great. Um, the concept of this film is... Listen up. Listen up, people. Um, <laughs> so, the ID7 red-eye virus uh, sweeps the world. Whoa. Um, it is essentially some kind of a zombie virus. It's kind of a zombie film, kind of not. Yeah, it doesn't really go It's not really much. zombie, but it's some. So what it, it doesn't does... doesn't really matter. It is, an, it is a non-lethal virus that infects the neural pathways, removing all inhibition and moral integrity, resulting in people acting out their darkest desires, which may include murder. Or sex. Or sex. Because that's a dark desire. Because we live in a yeah. Christian society. Sex is sinful. Um, and then what other? It's basically it's it's you know it's your id goes wild. Yeah, they uh, name drop id a, a bunch of times in this film. Uh-huh. Which, uh huh. Which totally makes this an art film because they say that. Yeah, because they say it all the time. Because they say it. Yeah. That they um, uh, they're referencing Freud or boy Freud, and everybody knows that Freud is. Uh, a dope. A dope. Oh, yeah, now. And nobody cares about Freud anymore. It's no. very outdated. Freud cares about Freud. No, he's dead. Well, true. Did you know Russell Crowe played Freud in an SNL sketch? Sketch? Mm-hmm. <laughs> SNL sketch? <laughs> I did not know that. Sketch. Skit. Did both, not know that. Both together. Is he it funny? He just ate burger. So big. Going to be so many birds. Dying. So not hungry. Yes. What did you ask me I'm about still Russell Crowe? I'm, I'm having a milkshake. I would just was, like everybody to know. My straw died. So they, they gave us um, paper straws, which is, you know, good. But um, they wrapped them in cling film. Yeah. Quite a bit of cling film. Bad. So, I mean, I think they could have just given us regular straws and maybe not given us cling film. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, this is what we live with. But anyways, now we have to listen to us uh, talking about mayhem <laughs> while we're very full on food. He's sweating. I'm sweating and burping and maybe maybe farting. Maybe it's going to be our first <laughs> fart on the podcast. You never know. Absolutely not. That's <laughs> disgusting. I'm so sorry he said that. I'm sorry. Women don't fart. Um, no, true. never. never. Um, <clears throat> so, 
This is a film. We were talking about Russell Crowe playing Russell uh, Crowe. Russell Crowe played sorry, Freud. I to know that. Um, he, yeah, it was very strange. I don't know how to, what else that's to say it. about it. Oh, okay, that's it. Okay. Yeah. You know who played Freud in the film? Russell Crowe. No. That was an SNL sketch. Uh, <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Viggo Mortensen. In Vingo? The, Viggo. Viggo. His name is Viggo, right? Is Viggo? Viggo. Uh, Mr. Aragorn, Aragorn, Lord Rings oh, well, fella. Yeah, the Lord of the Rings uh, fella. <laughs> I can't speak. I'm sorry, but anyways, he played Freud uh, in the Dangerous Method, a David Cronenberg film. Oh, you love him. Uh, I do. I don't like that film though. Good. Anyway, so the film we watched is called Mayhem. <laughs> it's um, it's got the beautiful, the incomparable. The <laughs> I'm doing that. That's a no-no. Sorry, podcast not like. I start again. Um, so Mayhem includes the beautiful, the incomparable, the magnificent Steve Yeun. I'll edit something. Whom I have met. Indeed. Kissed him on the face. No, I didn't. That would be assault. But I have met him. He's a nice man. But you uh, engaged in physical contact. Yes. Um, did it include sex? I'll leave that up to the audience to did decide. You, but like, okay. Did I squeeze his bum bum? Maybe. No, I didn't. That's assault. That is also a song. Um, That's correct. But I will give you a spoiler. He is my fuck for this podcast. <laughs> spoiler alert. Don't be spoiling the podcast. What if somebody waits till I the end to I can't talk about this film without talking about wanting to fuck Stevie and so. That's kind of true. But what I, I think people tune in because they want to know who we want to have sex well, with. Well, spoiler alert. I want to fuck Stevie and. Well, I'm not going to say who I want to fuck. Good. Because that's they'll, personal they'll information. <laughs> and don't be asking me that. We made a podcast based on that. <laughs> is that what this is about? I'm pulling out. Yeah, I don't care. You're pulling out? Uh, yeah, Excuse that's, me? That's a viable... Okay, no. <laughs> I'm not going to do that because maybe there are kids listening and that's not a viable... And if, if kids are listening, why? Please <laughs> stop now. You really Please shouldn't. turn this off. Why do you have access Go to... Go watch a documentary on Go history. Watch... <laughs> Go learn, read a book. Learn about idiots. the world. Um, Mayhem. So I will. I'll make a. I'll make a. Okay, Matthew, you say something. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to say is, uh, is this the first film that neither of us have seen before? Had you not time? seen it before? No. Have you not seen it before? No. Wow. What was your opinion on it? Uh, it was all right. It was all right. Uh, how do you feel on it? Well, Mache. <laughs> oh, okay. This film, I would be so bold as to say, is my new favorite film. Are you crazy? Really? Yes. To it's, both. <laughs> it's your new favorite film. I mean, it'll change probably at some point very soon. Really? Yeah, I you liked it, it that I much. I loved it. It's exactly really? my kind of film. Okay. It has Stevie Yen in it. True. And that's, that's all what... it needs. Oh. Uh, no. Is it? <laughs> has Stevie Yen in it? It's stupid. It's pretty stupid. Bit serious. Is it? Tiny bit. Mm, no. When? A little bit. Okay. Um, takes place in an office which is pretty fun true that's not actually any of my requirements for a film to be good but you like but this? you know my favorite type of horror film is when it's like funny there's lots of good violence yeah there's a bit sex there's some sex spoiler alert there's sex they 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 do the there was nudity in this film there was titties aplenty. Yeah, there were titties. There like, was there at are, least four titties. There are opening scene titties, uh-huh. and then a bunch in the background. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A bunch of titties. It. Yeah. There was uh, insinuated titties. There was bra-covered titties. The, the, there's lots of bra-covered titties mm-hmm. because Samara is not, you know, she's not showing those. That's private. Which is fine. Yeah. Not judging. Yeah. She can show her titties if she wants. 
And but yeah, I if she love doesn't this want film. to. Neat. Okay. I I'm really very, enjoyed I'm very it. I wrote that. 15 pages of notes. Really? Uh huh. Okay. I well, I, I, it didn't have much to say. <laughs> That's great. So you can, you can take over at this time, and I will just talk about the metal music. That's here. Let's talk about the mask. Uh, oh, yeah. We could do two separate podcasts at the same time. Yeah. You talk about mayhem, and I will just talk about the mask. That's all you're talking about, anyway. So, anyways, the mask starts off. <laughs> it's the ocean. There's a mask. It's not the ocean. Maybe. We it's don't know. a river? Is Edge City near an ocean? I don't know. Never been. Um, okay, so. My first note. So Steve Yun is our narrator. And yeah. I've written Steve Yun's voice is wonderful. It is. And if you're not, those of you listening, hey everybody, it's me, Abby, talking to you here. Um, Steve Yun was in The Walking Dead, a TV show about zombies. Fun he, fact. He played or plays, hmm, who knows? Do you, maybe you still watch it. Who knows? Is he in it? Is he not? Steve Yun plays Glenn in The Walking Dead. And I want to give him a little kiss, maybe a big one. And he's in The Walking Dead. I am very confused as to what's happening. That's great, though. Um, Steve Yun, he is a boy, man, 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 boy, handsome actor, handsome man, handsome in the man. film Burning. <laughs> He is the, the, we, wait, this is the second time say, we've talked about Burning. Yes. No, you're not I want to talk about Stephen Young because Stephen okay. Young is a guy that I, I never watched The Walking Dead. I don't care about The Walking Dead. I watched the first episode and I was like, or whatever. I don't care. So I had no personal relationship with Stephen Young at all. Never touched him. Never touched his bum bum. Never gave him a kiss. Shame. Not assaulted the man. A man. <laughs> the man. Stephen Young and a man. Different man. Mask. Ever. <laughs> Never assaulted the mask. Okay, good. <laughs> so, um... You get me too by the mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. We don't joke about me too. We don't joke about serious things in this podcast. What? It's not... What? Yeah, we do. Sometimes. Never. If you don't talk, joke about serious things, then you cry. Because the world's falling apart. So, Stephen, yeah. Uh, he... Um... He kind of pops up in a few films over uh, the last few years. He pops up in like Ogja. Mm -hmm. He pops up in where? Did, where else did I see him? I forgot. That but, picture of me with him. Uh, yeah, in the the pic in the Abbey Life, the, the best film ever. Uh, oh yeah, he's in Sorry to Bother <gasps> there You. There he is. Uh, yeah, there he is. Yeah, he's in Sorry to Bother You, and he's okay. I'm like, okay, cool. But uh, last year he makes a film called Burning. And he plays a supporting character in this film. It's a Korean film. He talks in Korean. Uh, he's a South Korean boy. Yeah, he's a South Korean boy. And he gives my favorite uh, supporting performance of the year. And he shows himself to be, I think, one of the best actors of Ever. this generation. Ever made. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Like, I don't <laughs> know. He's just so great in that film. Yeah, he's excellent. And now I am 100% a Stephen Ian fanboy. He is also very good in this. Although, obviously, like, you know... It's you not, didn't freaking like the thing. film, apparently, so... I, I thought the film was okay. So, like, I, I really think it's better because he's in it. I, yeah. I think that he it's better because Steven Yeun is in it, and I think it's better because Samara Weaving is in it as well. And they give a lot of uh, personality to this because they are very competent actors. They know how to feel out, you know, a scene. They uh, know what to feel out each other. Yeah, kind of. There's something going on there, but I don't think it works fully. <laughs> He's a bit short. I don't know. 
I don't, don't matter. I don't know if she would actually be into him. Uh, he is wonderful and handsome, and they're both very beautiful. But I don't know if I feel the chemistry between them that much in that film. You're wrong. Okay. Uh, <laughs> doesn't matter because uh, they, they understand what kind of film they're in and they you know, don't mind. Like Samara Weaving, I guess that's her thing, that she understands what film she's in. But I think mostly with actors, they understand what film they're in. Well, not as really. As far as I'm aware. Well, how about Russell Crowe in Les Miserables? Russell Crowe doesn't know what's going on in any of the films he makes. He thinks he's true. playing he, Freud in all of them. He used to be good. Used to be. He was good in kind of good in Boy Erased. He looked like Tim Allen. Yeah, yeah, he's okay in he that. Looks like Tim Allen in the Santa Claus. And that's a film for last year. But uh, he's mm-hmm. really good in The Insider. And Michael Mann. Haven't seen it. Uh, recommend The Insider. Great film. Um. So but in yeah. summation, this is now a Steve Young podcast. This is a Steve Young podcast. Yeah. With Samara Weaving cameos every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. I think Samara Weaving is definitely like I already loved Steve Young. Um, yes. From The Walking Dead, he's excellent in The Walking Dead. He's like the the favorite character, pretty much. Okay. Uh, of everybody. Yeah. Abby especially. Um, Samara Weaving, I think, is one of the, like, big emerging great people. Didn't know how I was going to say that. Uh, is, is, I think, one of the breakout stars for the past couple of years. Female actresses. Female actresses well, as opposed to male actresses. I think she's only doing, like, horror films or, like, films like these. But there's so few people who I think do that now in a way that's, like, you know, it's kind of that thing of they might do one good one, but then they just do a lot of shitty ones. Yeah, sure. Or you've kind of got the Scream Queens of today are doing TV. For example, Scream Queens. Yeah, I mean, no, I I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just, like, in terms of emerging actresses, I don't know if I would put Samara on the list just because, like... Not that many. It's a very niche genre still. It's true. And she's making a name for herself and she's getting recognized. I feel like it's been a while since someone's made a name for themselves so quickly, though. Well, Like, you've got a few people who've done it on a smaller scale. Yeah, maybe. Well, Like, Vera Farmiga is kind of one, but again, much smaller scale, I think. Vera Farmiga came in and then disappeared. Like, I don't know what she's doing now. Just like men. You mean come inside like a... Vagina and then disappear and leave the lady with the baby? Um, Matty, I was trying to say it in fewer words. To be honest, just trying to be a bit subtle. There's no subtlety on this podcast. So Samara... Um, <laughs> Is an Australian lady. Yeah, but like I'm, I'm looking at her career and I, I don't know. like She didn't do that much yet. But, if it's, but that's the point. She's done so much already. She's two years older than us. Which is good because it means we have time. We have the two years. It's yeah, make it all it. up. Um, Just about. She's done the babysitter. Ready or not? I mean, I've seen three films she's in at least, and she was in um, Three Billboards. Yeah, she's which there. I've also seen. So I've seen four films. First. Did you like Three Billboards? No, too long. I like it. Um, no, I did like it, but. Eh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So she makes this. Uh, she makes the babysitter, which I think she's kind of the lead in. She is. She's seen the babysitter. That? Yeah. Um, but like her big thing is Ready or Not, which came out this Which week. is excellent. Which is great. We saw it together. Yeah. Match I won tickets. I did. They gave us cupcakes. Yeah, and I took you. You took me. Out of all the people I could have taken. Out of pity. <laughs> but uh, Ready or Not is a good comparison point to this film, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, similar vibes. Similar vibes. This one, um, Mayhem, is definitely a bit more lively. I disagree. I I prefer Ready or Not a lot more to this. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's not as more lively. I think that I Mayhem's think a bit lively. campy, campier, more campy. Well, they're both camp. I think Mayhem is um, 
Yeah, they're both campy. Mayhem is definitely has more of a vibe of a like energetic. You know, trying to be a like I think it's trying to be more hip and cool and stuff like that. Mm. And I don't think it always succeeds, which is kind of my problem with it. Mm. I think Ready or Not is more streamlined in what it's trying to do. It's got a more consistent writing. It's I think overall overall better done. Uh, yeah, I mean, Ready or Not is definitely a bigger scale thing as well. Like, um, not Mayhem, a concept. Well, yeah, no, but in terms of like Mayhem, was I think it pre it premiered at like South by Southwest. Sure. It's more I don't know. It's more one of those like, I don't know, underground kind of ones. I remember seeing a trailer for it and being like, oh, I really want to see that, and then just like never really hearing about it again. Whereas Ready or Not kind of got I feel like a better release here anyway. Well, like, yeah, that's for sure. I don't sure. even know if Mayhem was in the cinema here or anything. But with those kinds of films, I think it's always like, you know, it depends kind on who picks it up, who buys it, and then the distribution kind of varies. I would say that Ready or Not got a wider distribution because it's a better film. That's more accessible also. Yeah, while Mayhem but there's no Steve Yun in Ready or Not. That is true, but there's tomorrow even. But there's, but there's no Steve Yeun. But there's it. this other guy who everybody likes. What the fuck is this? Is name? it Steve Yun? No, it's not Steve Yun. He's not in that And I'm film. not in the mood. This is a Steve Young podcast, match, eh? Adam, Adam Brody. Adam. Adam. <laughs> Adam, Adam Brody. Oh, from the OC. Yeah, what the fuck's he doing there, to be honest? I don't know. That film is, that film and um, that other one we saw the other day, Knives Out, mm-hmm. are quite similar. I think I prefer Knives Out. To what? Red or not. I don't know. I really like them both. Knives Out is... They're uh, so similar, though. Are they? Yeah. Rich families. Full stop. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's about rich families, but Knives Out is a murder mystery, and Ready or Not is more like this. It's a yeah, home invasion kind of campy, people dying thing. Knives Out is campy as well, though. It is, but in a different way. It's more, uh, you know, mm. dignified maybe in a, in a way. Kinda. Kinda. Um, Anyways, Mayhem is a So film. Mayhem. <laughs> um, right, what's in, my, what's in this first page? Steve is good boy. Put horrible man in place. Oh yeah, there's a man being horrible to the secretary lady. Um, and so Steve goes up to him and he's like, hey, can I show you something? And then he shows him a video of that guy getting a blowjob from someone. And he's like, look at this, I saw it, look. Look, um, if I, if I, I'm gonna send this to your freaking wife, if you don't be nice to that lady. And the guy's like, fine. Okay, do we want to explain the plot of the film Mayhem? I thought so there's I did. This, there's this virus. No, you just explained the virus. There's this virus, That's right? That's true. That's great. Uh, we love the virus. Now yeah. you get to meet Stephen Yeun, and Stephen Yeun is a lawyer. Derek. Derek Cho. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also have it in my notes. You think you're so good with this little piece of paper? You I said have... it was the best idea I've ever had. It was, but I can't see it, so I don't know. If Maybe it's you should good. get new freaking eyes again. It's <sighs> expensive. So, um, he works in a law firm. It's a big office building, one of those typical fucking glass window kind of Facebook. Classic Serbian office block. Yeah, very, very Serbian. Now you know right away, oh, this is taking place in Serbia. <laughs> so he works there, and it's a shitty place, it's a shitty office environment, and like they start to build this kind of thing of everybody hates each other, and it's all tense, and there are all sorts of things going on. He starts all happy. He's all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, and then by the end, he's not. And what happens is he finds... So there's this guy, Neville Mead. Why are you laughing at me? No, it's great, it's great. There's this guy, Neville Mead, and he kill, is the like first person to like kill someone with the virus. And then... so and But he was infected by the virus, which made him kill. Um, 
so Steve Yeun is the lawyer who finds the loophole uh, to get that guy um, not put in jail. So he yeah. gets a fancy office and promotion and whatever. Uh, yeah. So he's one of the big guys. Yeah. After a very quick time. And then uh, the day we meet him, uh, he gets... It's complicated. Like, this film sets up a complicated... Like, here, here's another, like, problem for me with this film. This film starts off by creating... Uh, well, the exposition is based on this law firm and, like, um, some, like pretty typical work stuff that happens there uh there are conflicts between him and somebody above him and there's some misogyny other, misogyny and stuff and like all that office lawyer stuff is quite important for the film and keeps going and i don't think it's as cool as this film thinks it is like i don't i'm not that into it the whole was it trying to be cool yeah i think it is trying to be cool with like oh it's keep, keeps talking to you and they like the dialogue is sometimes like quippy it's trying to be at least i don't know well what the game or what the game what the movie may have that one um it's it's a it's a it's being a video game well later on it it's be out. yeah it's being a video game the whole concept is the there's like video game music there's different levels well there's... not in the first half an hour of this film well, the yeah. first half an hour is uh, derek kind of hanging around the office and being fucked not literally not, literally. not yet Spoilers. Not if I have my way. Well. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, but no, like from the start, it's kind of setting up the hierarchy. Yeah. Of the office. We work in an office. All right. It was fun watching this and thinking, who would I kill if this happened? Uh, who you, would you kill? You. Me? Yeah. Straight up. You want to play fuck on kill with the office while we're in the office? Yeah, yeah. That won't be a HR problem. No problem. Yeah, we're not in the office. What are you talking about? We don't work. We're homeless. <laughs> That's in poor taste, match <laughs> Welcome to the Fuck Can't Kill podcast. My name's Abby, and this is Matche. Today we're going to be talking about the film Mayhem. So, Mayhem is... <laughs> what are you drawing? I'm, not say, I'm just drawing a bunch of triangles. I'm not going to say anything, because I'm improper. Matche, I'm really... I'm, We've gotten a few complaints uh, about Mache. Oh. Um, they said, less Mache. Mache's horrible man. Mm-hmm. Hate him. Yes. Please cut him from the podcast. So if our editors are listening, please cut out Mache. Thank you. No comment, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> what do you want me to say? Nothing. To myself. Nothing. You're not the editor. We pay someone to edit. I told you we're homeless. Okay, whatever. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, can you explain, because I don't think I am able to explain, uh, what the actual problem is, because Derek comes into work, and he starts yeah, being okay, set yeah. up. Yeah, okay, so, number one. Yes, um, So, first, I will say, I'll set up the thing that Samara Weaving comes into the office, and it's very clear, everyone in the office is wearing, like, black and white. Samara comes in, she's like wearing bright colors, so she stands out. Color symbolism. Color symbolism. Um, Samara comes in, Steve is the lawyer assigned to her case. Um, she's like saying that she's the person going for the case. It's basically there's the foreclosure on her house, on the house of her client. Um, is happening? I don't know, I've never owned a house, so something like that's happening. Uh, <laughs> and, and Steve's like, 
well, have you considered this? And then the Samara says no. And then they're like, he's like, you're not the lawyer. You're the client. She's like, no, I'm not. So he's caught her out. So then they have a little fight. She says, no one raindrop thinks they caused the flood because he's saying it's not his decision, etc. Um, so that's one thing. That's why Samara's there in the first place. She doesn't work in the office. Um, the problem that arises is that a file is located that um, basically it's like a file for a client they have. It's a big client and a slip up was, I guess, made in filing it. And so the, the firm or the people or whatever, the client was given bad advice mm. and they, they just fucked up the case basically. Yeah. And someone pins it on Derek, AKA Steven. The person who pins it on him is Kara, also known as the Siren. Yeah. She um, is kind of a bit higher up than him, really just for licking the boss's arse. Um, Not a little. Which gets you places. Maybe a little. Um, we don't know. We don't know. Um, so that's basically the whole conflict is that that happens. It has to be pinned on someone. Boss pins it on, um, pins it on Derek. Derek is like, wah. And then uh, Derek gets fired. He tries to appeal it. They're like, nope. There's this group of people called the Nine who make the decisions. They're the board yeah. of directors. The board of the directors say no. Then HR, aka um, the Reaper, is what his name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Played by Dallas Roberts. Yes. He comes, fires uh, Steve. He says. Derek. Yeah. What does he say? He says, "Wait a second. Wait a second. Fuck. Didn't write it down. <laughs> he says something. <laughs> he says." He goes Violet to under end for not my problem. Well, he comes in. He, he says, says he knocks. He says, "May I?" Because he's the he's the HR guy. He's the guy who fires people. So Steve knows. Comes to Steve's office. Steve is there in bits. He knocks. He says, "May I come in?" Steve says, "And if I say no, remember this, guys. Write that down." And then, um, then he comes in. He fires him. And then, yeah, Steve is like, "What?" Well, but I don't want to go or whatever. And Dallas says, uh, "File it under end for not my problem." <laughs> Everybody laughs. Um, everybody laughs. Um, and then that's it. But in that's the, it. That's over. That's, that's the end the of the film. film. Steve Young gets fired. Mayhem. And then you see uh, the title is saying uh, directed by Ken Loach. Did you like my Ken Loach joke? No. Um, and then, yeah, go back to drawing some triangles. <laughs> and then, then in the meantime, we've seen one person. We've seen... So we've been shown what like the cells or the spores or whatever of the virus looks like. And then we see Steve drinks a little bit of water and then it zooms into it. And we see that they're in there. We see a little science bit. Yeah, does it like explain where the virus even comes from in the first place in that office building? Um, maybe. Um, it's not important, I'm just wondering. In the water, they say something about the vents maybe. It came through the vents. The guy who was being... The guy who was being... <laughs> angry with the lady at reception he we see he's the first one we see who has so your eye one of your eyes goes red yeah it gets bloodshot when you get the virus yeah so we see him rubbing his eye and we see it's red so maybe he brought it in and he was already angry at the start because it's kind of a slow burner mm-hmm. who's to know either way virus got in steve gets fired he's being escorted out and good tobin which means suddenly in irish um, <laughs> um this, a, SWAT, a SWAT team. This film has many <laughs> weird turns. Oh, a SWAT team arrives 
and um, they're like this place is under quarantine and everyone's like but I want to go and they're like too bad you're on quarantine and all chaos ensues Steve starts beating people up he starts shanking people it's great he loves it he loves it and he's I a repressed young him. boy just like all young boys mm. it's almost like if they express their feelings everything would be better um hard disagree I have no feelings <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Samara likes to do some killing too, to be fair. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of killing in this movie. Uh, although, to be fair, yeah, men seem to have a lot more emotions than women in this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just weird. There's one shot where there's just women, there's a woman throwing paper from a bin on someone. Which is hilarious. <laughs> like, everybody's like killing each other in this office, and uh-huh. then in the background, you see a woman, I think, typing something furiously into a computer, mm-hmm. and another woman throwing paper from a bin on her. Mm-hmm. Um, That's great. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What, what do you want me to say? Nothing. Um, there's also a plot point where Steve's mug, or Derek's mug, gets stolen by Kara. True. Important. The horrible lady. He gets very upset about his mug, which is really the first um, thing that's like, oh yeah, he has the virus now. We can see because yeah. he's angry about the mug. <laughs> Excuse me. But it's this the... is a disgusting <laughs> But it's the principle of the mug because the mug was given to him by his sister. That is correct. Uh, yeah, Stephen also has a friend in the office. He's, he's got a friend who worked there for a very long time and he's nice and he seems to be content with the job, but actually he isn't and he dies within like 20 minutes. Yeah, his name is Ewan. Ewan. Yeah. He's actually a nice guy and he says a funny thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. He, do, you, do you remember it? Uh, he says something about eating kale. That's what I oh, found funny. That's okay. Yeah, he does say something about kale. He says, I don't like how it tastes or something like that. Because, but the funniest uh, thing. Yeah. No, you say what you're going to say. No, because the bit is like... Because Stephen Young, when he gets fired, he gets given an option to sign a document that's going to give him a lot of money. And then he gets fired, and he doesn't say anything, and it's not a big deal, but he gets a lot of money. And another thing I don't severance. understand... Yeah, severance pay. I don't understand why he just doesn't take it. He hates the job, but he's pretty aware of it. Like... It's the principle take... of it. Yeah, but like... I mean, I don't, I don't know about him enough about him to like be like oh the principal like whatever like he's getting a large sum of money, uh, and he gets fired from a job he doesn't want. Well, he's a lawyer, and he's when, like, when? he's like, I'll get disbarred. He doesn't. He'll want... stop being a lawyer if you get disbarred. Does he want to be a lawyer? Yeah, just not there. Does he? Maybe. I don't think so. Well, he likes to paint. Yeah, well, it's listen, is passion. that a viable career? Probably not. <laughs> well, the film seems to, seems to imply that you should stop doing whatever you're doing and go paint a picture. Mm-hmm. So, the so funny I'm thing... Leaving. The funny thing... <laughs> the funny thing that I remember... Yeah. I is... didn't even explain the funny thing. <laughs> I just started doing the setup for the funny thing. Let me, let me, uh, let me yeah. finish the funny thing. Right? Okay, so that happens. And then his friend, his name is... Ewan. Ewan. Uh, he's like telling Derek, just fucking take the money and go. Like, what's your problem? Idiot. Uh, and then Steven's like, but you, you seem to be okay. You know, you, you're in this job and everything's going fine. And, you know, he, did we earlier we hear about you and doing like yoga and stuff and breathing exercises and whatever the fuck. And uh, yeah, and then later you and screams at him saying, you think I like the taste of kale? Implying that he's just he faking doesn't. it. Yeah. Because nobody likes the taste of kale, which is true. Sounds familiar. Are you faking it? That was in response to faking it, not kale. It was also a joke. Should I continue this joke? or No. Maybe we should better stop here. <laughs> so. 
afraid. Where am I? Oh, yeah. Okay. So he, we fast forward. So Steve and Samara get trapped in the same place. They get locked down in the basement. Yes. Uh, they beat each other up. It's great. It's kind of fun, yeah? Yeah, it's fun. Because um, guess what? In this virus, you can beat up whoever you want. And it's fine. And it's great. Um, and then these like scary mafia guys come down. And they're like the boss's right-hand men. Uh, they come down and then something happens. And then Ewan comes down. I really love this film. You remember it in so, so much, much detail. So much happened. Um, Ewan comes <laughs> down. And then he gets like he tries to protect Derek, Steve. Yeah, well, Ma- Machi, would you fuck off? All right. Anyway, um. <laughs> so. Lots of triangles are getting shot. You and you and here's the one triangle for every time Abby made me sad today. Draws furiously. Um. So yeah. Uh, Ewan gets shoved into a thing that has a nail on it and it gets a nail in his head and then he, you know, is dying and he <laughs> kind of falls, he, just before he falls to his death, he says, I smell toast. Yeah, was that very funny? Yeah, because c- it, that's what you, what, when you, if you have a stroke, you smell toast. Yeah, I, I get it, but. I thought it was funny because we always talk about smelling toast. That's true. <laughs> So anyways, uh, Samara and, and Steven are locked up in the room. They fight each other. And then they're like, oh, actually, we should work together because we're in a film. Mm-hmm. And we're the two leads. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, we both need to get upstairs. And uh, Samara is like, I need to get my document signed so my house is not fucked. And Steven's like, I want to kill everybody. And they're like, okay, let's work together and, and do it. And they shake on it. And they shake on it and they go. But they have to do it because there's an elevator system in this complicated office building where you have to have a special key card to go to a floor or whatever so yeah that's what it turns into a video game because they have to go and kill this guy first who has one key card and then that key card gets you to the siren and then you kill the siren then you can go upstairs and kill the main guy the boss yeah and that's very important that you call him the boss and then the rest of the film is just them killing people and going up the stairs that's pretty much it uh it's kind of fun. It's very fun. It's all right. It's kind of fun. There's some the fun bits. The boss snorts cocaine. Yeah, he, he goes full on Scarface by the end. But another note I have is, why so many characters? I think there are a bit too many characters in this one. There's quite a few characters, but a lot of them are just side characters. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's they, an office full of people. They, they, they uh, put a lot of work in trying to set everybody in. Uh, set every character up like... This is who this is, and this is what they do. And then that person dies pretty quickly, usually, mm. and it's not very important. Uh, just cut out a bunch of the exposition, put in a bit more jokes, I'd say. More gore, and then you're better off. But that's just my opinion. Your opinion is invalid, is the thing. Maybe true. Um, <laughs> so there's, just, it's, there's a lot of fun tension. Everyone is angry. Everyone angry. Oh, yeah, that's the concept. Everybody's angry. They're all angry. So, I mean, Steve and Samara are working together, but they're also, like, fighting. Well, it's like, you know. You know, they're angry at each other. Um, someone emptying her bin on someone. <laughs> and the HR guy comes out, and he... Samara's been electrocuted. Samara's on the ground. Samara's character's name was Melanie, by the way. Melanie's on the ground, 
and she um just lying there you know kind of having been electrocuted and the reaper aka the hr guy comes out and he's like really bothers me that women don't get the same treatment as men in the workplace and then he like beats the shit out of her yeah which is i guess funny i don't know it's um yeah okay <laughs> i found that unnecessary <laughs> to be fair i don't know like well the point I is, the is that he's the hr guy yeah i get it but i don't know and then you it's have the right. callback there's a scene where there's about five different callbacks to things from the start of the film where they eventually finally get into the reaper's office and steve's like after all the hullabaloo and then steve is very calm and he's like may we come in and the reaper's like if i said no which is the thing that they said to each other earlier, but in reverse. And then, um, and then well, the then, HR guy says something about something. And then. Doesn't matter. But basically, they take his key card and they kill it. But they Steve burn says, I'm going to have to file that under N for not my fucking problem. He adds an F he word. He adds an F word, which means it's... Abby want to have sex with him more. Oh, because he says fuck? Yeah, the angrier he gets, the better. The more you want to fuck him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Boy, I'm not gonna shame you for that. What? Yeah, don't. Um. Yeah. So there's a whole fight. Well, the the rest of the film is a fight. It's just with different people yeah. on different floors, and every once in a while, there's a scene of a break for a funny thing to happen, or or for sex later on. Yeah, bit it's, of sex. Bit of sex. They film a video. They film a couple of videos to like. Uh threatened to send up to the boss um, there's like stuff that happens in the meantime that's really not relevant yeah i mean it's all kind of like little it's like cutscenes. yeah and then they get to the fight it's because it's a video game yeah and then they get to the fight and the the fight is okay uh it doesn't look cheap it looks okay uh the effects are fine it's not like you know it's nothing spectacular and but it takes up so much of the film and it's not really filmed in a you know that interesting way, you know, we had so many, like, great films with, like, very imaginative uh, fight scenes. Korean cinema was doing so much fun stuff, uh, and Asian cinema in general, and American cinema tried to adapt. We had John Wick and all those kind of fun films with long takes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Now I'm watching Mayhem, and I'm like, this is kind of fun, but, like, I, I'm, you know, it's not as engaging as, as those films, and it's not as imaginative, and... It's it's cool, but it's like you know I, I kind of we've seen so much of this recently that I kind of I'm not very impressed by it. It's just kind of it's okay. That's because you're uh, oversaturated. I don't think it's oversaturated. I think just the standards are a bit different, you know. Well, yeah, that's true. Uh, but they don't all have Steven Yeun in them, and that's the problem. That is true, you know. Um, the what well, one thing that I liked, I think one of my favorite scenes, is when there's a scene. It's basically when they they get to Kara, who's the siren. Yes. So she's either the, the level before the boss or the level just before the level before the boss. I can't remember. I think, I think that, it's the I level think that right before because there's also Irene the lady. Is, yeah, yeah, her name's Irene. I don't think she had a code name. I think her name's just yeah. Irene. Yeah. Um, but basically they get Mark, who is a psychologist. The SWAT team get him on the phone mm. uh, for a conference call with Steve and Samara and Kara and Meg who is Kara's assistant and then like people from that floor and um, Mark calls and I was asking Derek how he feels and um, Derek's like I can't remember the full speech but he's like um, I want to he says along the lines of like I want to kill someone I want to take my clothes off I want to do he says all these things that are like you know all the bad effects of the, the virus and then he's like I feel great Mark 
and then um and then they have a big old fight yeah um steve makes i should use their character names derek makes um, that doesn't matter derek makes melanie put some music on uh, they play music and they, they play have, um faith no more's uh, song uh, motherfucker they play track three of the playlist derek gives Melanie. Yeah, it's you know uh, that song "Motherfucker." It's from Faith No More's latest uh, album. I think it's called "Sol Invictus" or something like that. I'm not a big fan of that uh, record, but that song is okay. You the don't song, really hear it. I mean, yeah, the song is. It's really just background and it's yeah. diegetic music. Isn't that the word? Diegetic. Yeah, diegetic. Oh my god, I remember. Good, good job. I'm so proud of myself. You're a great college student. I'm so good. It's diegetic music. You don't so. really hear it much though. No. Um, but yeah, so that Just plays, fine. Steve does a little thing of like, hey, if you don't want to be here, you can leave, but I'm going to kill everyone. He kind of says that. Um, sure. And then, <laughs> they say things in this film they sometimes. Say some, there's some dialogue in this film. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you heard any of it, but there is some. Um, it's varying quality, I would say. So yeah, that whole thing happens. Steve gets a fire extinguisher. He goes with this fire extinguisher. That sound was... Um... He gets that. Steve makes the microphone. Fuck. <laughs> he makes the microphone. Fuck. I missed no. that. No. Oh. You were watching your own film. Steve, I was having dreams. Um, Steve. <laughs> I had a dream that Stephen came in the, on the podcast and. Maybe not the did podcast. Did some stuff with the but... microphone. Hmm. <laughs> um, no, no. No. Steve get fire extinguisher. Go that sound. And then, <laughs> and then really? there's like a really nice smog. It's like real cool visual because it's just fire extinguisher. Oh my god, that's what you were getting to all that time. Yeah. This is 15 minute of material that we get to this. It's very important. Fuck. Um, and then Kara breaks his lovely mug. That's in my notes. Yes. Which is horrible. And then Kara and Meg turn on each other. So basically, they like that resolves the Kara the siren problem. And um, Samara. Or Melanie screams, now it's a party. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, I think from my note. Oh, I written down the mask. <laughs> oh, it's because. You were possessed by the mask. You, know you what, put on the mask. You know what other film name drops id? The mask. No. It's the mask. The mask. No. Don't be silenced me. <laughs> Anyways, we uh, will not be silenced. Um, there's another uh, part of this film where the boss uh, pisses on a corpse. Uh, that reminded me of a po- post postal game, postal postal whatever. Fuck. There was a, a series of games where you could pee on stuff, and there was like you could cut off somebody's. Turn the microphone off. Right. Where are we in the film? Are they, are they fucking yet? Can we talk about the sex scene? No. Continue. Okay. Peeing game. No, he just pees on the corpse. Is and it you a VR game? Same... No, it's like an old game. Oh, it should used... be a VR game. That'd be good. It used to be like a big thing when I was like 12 or 13 and everybody's like, oh, it's so edgy. You can go and pee or you can kill somebody, set them on fire and I don't know, pee on them. And everybody's like, wow. You could just do that in real life. True. Frowned upon, but could do it if you wanted uh, please don't. Please don't take this as murder ideation. Thank you. Goodbye. Never take um, out your penis in public. That's, that's, that's the, the that's the advice. That's the key thing to take away from that. Yeah. Maybe the kids are still listening. You never know. 
I'm just <laughs> we offering need to, some advice. We need to teach them about penis etiquette. There has to be like a little bit of a moral background to what we talk about on this podcast, so that the, people the go moral away with of something. this episode was don't take your dick out in public. Correct. Okay, um, <laughs> but I smell toast. What should I call the police? <laughs> the police. <laughs> That means you've been murdered and Frick. I'm more interested in finding out who did it than saving you. Yeah, it means you did it. That's how they work it out. They'll be Shit. like, well, he didn't call the ambulance first, he called the police. I fucked it up right away. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, wait, 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 wait. Can we talk about how they're having sex? No, they didn't have sex. I couldn't see that bit because I'm innocent little lady. Um, my eyes don't see bold things like that. That's disgusting. Okay, what do you want to talk about? I don't remember. You it's interrupted funny. me with your man name. It's very close man to having words. sex. We talked about how the siren dies. She's dead. Um, the assistant oh, is dead. Oh, no, I just wanted to point out that we're like three for six on films with pissing in them at this stage. Yeah, lots of pissing. There's so much pissing. Well, it's a thing everybody does. Mm, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure Jesus never peed. Absolutely. And how dare you say I'm Jesus? I'm so sorry. Um, Steve cries. That's very sad. And then the boss they have pees, sex. The boss pees on Ewan's corpse, yeah. so it's hurting. Yeah, yeah. That's, that makes They sense. send a video. Steve watches it. He cries because he's like, he has kids. Yeah. And just as, the, just as the virus makes you very angry, also make you very sad. And also make kinda, you very horny. Yeah. It's kind of like having a period. Yes. That's why your period exactly does. Like makes you feel all those things intensely. Ugh, that's terrible. Yeah. It's I hate it. Disgusting. <clears throat> so this film, essentially, this film, maybe this film is just an allegory for menstruation. Red. Red eye. Um, anyways. So, anyway, this so, film about periods, uh, yeah. right after Stephen Young cries, they have sex. Yeah. Well, Samara, so, Samara takes her moon cup out, then they have sex. Uh, clothed sex. Clothed? Like, they're full in clothes. Like, they take off their t-shirts. Oh, no, they take off their... Um, so what? She's wearing a skirt, so she pulls that up. Underwear goes somewhere, or pulled to the side. He's got pants Steve on. takes... Yeah, takes penis out of the little... Um, let's discuss this, yeah, the, what, scientists, how, how? the science of this. Steve wearing the underwears that have buttons in them. He open button, take out penis. What about the pants? He also opens his fly? Yes, his, his, his pants are open. That is not a good you way to have sex. You were not paying enough attention to Steve's crotch. This is not a good way to have sex. If, I'm not if the not kids not. are still listening, take <laughs> off your pants. <laughs> I don't like it. Because you see them, like, there's, you don't see They liked it. They had a great time. The problem I have with this is you see, like, you don't see a lot of the sex because it's, like, cut it's in a very... It's very disappointing. Yeah, it's not a great sex scene, I have to say. But you I see, liked it as a sex scene. Um, you see that one shot of... Steven from the back thrusting or whatever and you see his whole ass is covered by the pants and I'm like dude this is it's not comfortable well, for you I, I think the point is is that this is it's not really it's it's not a love making scene it's very much a they're having sex in um, out of instinct scene like so it's, you know it's it's part of the whole um, just drop them to your ankles at least because like no that's worse what do you mean it's that's worse that's stupid don't do that don't do that. If I think of, okay, I have underwear on and pants on, and I have to take my penis out through the underwear and the pants and have sex with somebody that way, I'm like, ugh. 
Also, they are definitely not using any contraception, and that's bad. Kids. Yeah, the, the sequel is um, just them, them going through pregnancy. And I'm sure he didn't pull out, which that would be fine. No. It would not be fine, kids. Okay, no, it wouldn't. Uh, no. Um, Always uh, do safe sex. No, never have sex is the rule. It's a better rule. Unless Jesus said you could. Unless Jesus gave signed consent for you to have sex, don't do it. Uh, another thing that's disappointing about the sex scene is the music. The whole film was kind of trying to build up that kind of hard rock aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And then for the sex scene, they use a weird fucking... I don't even know what that music is. It's, I don't remember. It's like when you type in sex music into YouTube, that's what you get. I've never typed sex music into YouTube. Well, I do that regularly. And I'm <laughs> telling you, this is the first thing that comes up. Uh, that scene? No, that music, that piece of music. Oh, okay. It's got a picture of Russell Crowe. <laughs> As Sigmund Freud. <laughs> every, <laughs> every woman's greatest desire. And Matt. <laughs> and any other genders. Yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway. So they have sex, they fuck. They play some fun music after. I like the music they play after, yeah. it's kind of fun. They have a little talk about bands as well. And Samara Weaving says her favorite bands are Motorhead. DRY and early Anthrax, which is a pretty cool choice. And then Steven Yeun said some stupid shit about Dave Matthews Band, and she's like, "You're stupid." Steve was right. I've never listened to Dave Matthews Band, but I do know that Steve was right. Okay. What else happens in this film? Um. Next, they go to the IT guy. Oh yeah, there's a scene with that guy. Um. And he's he he um. He hacks into Irene's computer. Irene is basically the person they need to get to... They need to get her keycard to get up to the boss. Yeah. She's also the person who is foreclosing on Melanie's house. So there's a lot at stake here. So exciting. So they um, get the IT guy to hack into her computer and do something so that she calls the IT guy and she's a bitch. Um, And then... He does that. He sends her a file. He's like, install this. It'll fix it. What that does, it helps him clone the whole hard drive. Uh, so they clone the hard drive, delete all of her. He deletes all of her shit remotely. Then she's like, what the frick happened? And then they call. And then Derek is like, hey, bitch. And they're like, we have a copy of your hard drive and all of your work. Um, give us your key card and we'll give you the hard drive or whatever. See, but none of this is relevant. You were talking about this to me, and I remember it. But now, um, now that I know how the whole film plays out, it's like relevant. Whole... That's how they needed to get her. They needed to. That's the bait. They need a bait to get her. Yeah, but it's like, oh, you need this thing for that thing to happen, and then this thing happens, and then the previous thing doesn't like it's not important well, they're anymore. Like, they'll they'll tr- they trade it. They go to this room. They trade it. Um, thingy. Irene goes to the boss, and she's like, I have to do it. All my work is on there. And yeah. He's like, well, you can't. She's like, well, it's fine. And then they plant a gun. Um, the mafia guys plant a gun there. Yeah, that's also happens. Um, and then she goes up and she's all smug. And then she like, something happens. Irene reaches under the table to get the gun. And Steve's like, ha, gotcha, bitch. I already have it. And she's like, fuck. Um, and then, what are you going to say? No, you, you finish talking about what happens. And then I okay. will give my opinion. So, okay. So they're like, give us the um, key card. And she's like, give me the hard drive. Um, or show me the files or whatever Samara opens up the computer to show that they're there and shows that the files are all there Um, 
and then they're like we need one other thing from you and she's like what uh, and they're like I think that she gives them the key card and then they're like we need one other thing we need your signature on this and she's like no because she's like I can just claim temporary insanity after this etc so she's like I, the signature won't even be valid um, and then Samara destroys the hard drive um, and then you know big dick energy etc destroys the hard drive because she's like fuck you bitch you taking away my house um, and then then a big fight ensues uh, big muscly man come get Steve Samara fight with Irene um, Irene because Samara's like can you leave me alone for a second Steve's like sure and then that's when the mafia guy comes and then there's a big fight again see like here's, here's the problem like there's so many things happening and there's like it's a fast paced oh film. this that but that like you know I and none of it matters because none of it has any stakes because like at the end of the day it's just about whether he gets his revenge and whether she gets the house uh-huh. everything in the like all the politics of oh here's the hard drive oh this is what I want oh I can well, sign they're this bartering. they're not it's, it's not but it's not uh, important or fun because I don't I don't find it very fun that they do, do you it. not love bartering <laughs> <laughs> see the thing about ready or not is ready or not doesn't have any of that the ready or not is very straightforward ready or not's a different film yeah, but like in terms of the escalation and the way the film kind of built up. Did you up, watch Ready or Not instead? I, I wish I did. <gasps> no, that's fine. I like, I, I, like this <laughs> I, I play devil's advocate because you like uh, this film so much and I, I want to criticize it a bit because. You're going to criticize me? Yeah. You're you personally, because if, if I talk to somebody who liked the film and I didn't like the film, everything I say is a personal attack on them. Yeah, person. exactly. Yeah. Uh, so if you like the film, uh, if. You like the film Mayhem more than me, dear listener. You are allowed to feel personally attacked right now. Well, that wouldn't be, wouldn't be very hard to like it more than they like you. No, like more than I like Mayhem. Oh. Well, then everybody would like Mayhem <laughs> more than me. But like, I, I, I just Draw think, a triangle. I just think that there are a couple of things they could have done on like the script level to make this a, 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 more an easier flow, you know? Maybe. Perhaps. So all this stuff happens. It's all great. And then, uh, are we ready to talk about how he goes up? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want to talk about it or do you want me to talk about it? No, you can talk. <laughs> okay. I can, then I can comment. Um, like, we're nearly at the end of the film. This film is yeah. ending. Yeah. So Not much really happens after he so, goes up. He goes up yeah. and he kills him. Matcha, you fucking spoiled it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I spoiled mayhem for you. Um, Why so, are you listening? So, Go watch that so, history documentary, child. <laughs> Well, fuck! Say, get some culture. We got nothing um, but bits today. So, <laughs> so Irene um, tries to barter with Derek. She's like, "I'll give you the key card." So I guess maybe she didn't give him the key card. No, she he needs a code to get up. So she's like, "I'll give you the code if um, you give me her, uh, like Samara, Melissa, Melanie." <laughs> This is the part of the film where they're like, oh, we need to include this moment. They where need the to two, include some conflict. Yeah, where the two main yeah. characters need to be in conflict. Yeah, so and basically... And they managed to do it for about six minutes of runtime. Yeah, so Derek is like, yeah, well, because you know. Derek is like, yeah, I'll leave. I'll, yeah, you can have her. He punches her, and then he's like, yeah. And then they're tying her up in a chair. He punches Samara, that is. And Samara's in a chair, being tied up, and he's like, she's like calling him an asshole or whatever. And then... Um, she he goes to kiss her as they're leaving yeah and she's like no and then he like insists and she's like okay which is like what I would do to be fair um, and then that's all, that all happens Steve go 
Irene go with him, put in the code and say something about the thing. And Steve's like smiling. And then he holds out his hand just before the doors close and there's screws in his hand. And she's like, what? And then he turns around. She turns around. We see a flashback to them kissing and Steve. Which is a confusing flashback. Yeah. Steve deposits a screw into her mouth. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck happened. screws her, you might say. Um, Deposits a screw into her mouth with his tongue. Which means they were kissing with tongue, which is disgusting. You shouldn't do that. And then puts, even worse than not six. And then puts um. That's actually how you get pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. And get um, eight. Uh yeah both, and um, they're yeah they're very linked. Uh, and then he puts the other screws in her hand, and uh, that is tied behind her back. I needed to rewatch that because I did not understand from the sequence of events what he did. Oh, you see, I, see, I'm not an idiot, so I didn't have to. Um, and then. <laughs> and, you got me good. <laughs> got him. Um, so yeah, and then Samara comes up behind Irene and we're like, yeah, kill her. And then the elevator goes up and we're like, yeah, they're still in love. It's great. So good. Derek gets offered a partnership upstairs. There are two women that are talking in his ear and their voices are not sexy. They're not. They are weird women and uh-huh. I do not like the vibe. They're like, they say the word I hate a lot. Just say penis or dick. Don't say this other word. They say what? What they say? They say they say what? What Patrick Stewart, our good friend Patrick Stewart, often says. Oh, cock! You don't uh-huh. like the word cock? No, it's very. Oh, that they offer they're gonna suck his cock. Yeah, I don't uh, like it. at the same time. I don't like that word. It's very, I don't know, vulgar. Yeah, we should talk about it. Do you think it's uh, very practical if two women are sucking one cock at the same time? Um, it feels stupid to me. If I don't. I have never had a penis, um, so I don't know. <laughs> The science. I feel like, like a waste it, of time. I feel like it would be awkward. I feel like it's. I'd imagine it's something that a lot of men would probably like the idea of. Yeah, exactly. Again, I it's don't. Like, I don't um, have. Yeah, you see it like so. a, in a porn film, and you're like, yeah, but I, I, I think if it actually happens in real life, you're like, it's very awkward for everybody involved. Yeah, I feel like it would be. Yeah. Um, but. I mean, he doesn't go for it. Yeah, so. Stephen is not interested one way or another. Yeah, He's Steve's a smart like, boy. No. Yeah. He's like, oh, I Steve's think something's wrong here. Special boy. <laughs> um, they're like, yeah, kiss, kiss, kiss. And then Derek's like, no. And I wrote, for, for I said, wrote, Derek says no. And then under that, I wrote, go on the lads. Which is how I felt. I have written, what's with those women not sexy? <laughs> the voices of the women, they're not sexy. <laughs> Which that's, is just how I think about things. That's how, as a man, you watch a film. It's <laughs> my when a woman brain. appears on the screen, you say, not sexy. <laughs> there are two Fast things forward, my, skip. Yeah, there are two things in my head. It's either sexy or not sexy. <laughs> <laughs> not sexy. That's how Tinder works. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, true. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, there's some cocaine. Derek wears the rest of the mug as a knuckle duster. Big fight happen. Um, Derek threatens to hold to kill Derek holds John which is the boss's name yes over a banister and John's like hi you're not gonna kill me and Steve's like yeah I will and I mean Steve knows that he can get away with it because he's literally the one who found the loophole to help Neville get away with it Um, and then the nine well it's now eight the board of directors all vote because they know their piece of the pie so to speak will get better or will get bigger if um, John the boss dies so Steve gets them all to vote. They all vote to kill him. And the guy's like, you won't do it. And Steve's like, yeah, bet. And he uh, kills him, throws him off the banister. 
Um, it's an excellent time. Um, that I um, yeah, Derek. Uh, what I want to say, he does the Wilhelm scream. Does he? He oh, does. Megan will be glad to hear that. Yeah, Megan, um, this is for you. Hey, Megan, are you listening? Did you, you get? Better. If did you're you get not, through this? Next time I talk to you, if you don't mention this to me, it's done. It's done. It's <laughs> done between us. <laughs> oh. Um, and that, um, so Megan's my sister for those listeners out there who don't know I realise we say a lot of things and we don't provide context that's great everybody loves that I don't know if they do don't you love it when there's somebody having a conversation between themselves and they make a joke you don't understand and then they look at you and you're like um, <laughs> no I have a really bad exclusion um, trauma why let's not talk about that on the podcast what? okay okay that's fine at I some a... point we're gonna, at some point this is gonna get so boring we're going to talk gonna about to all talk of our trauma. We have a 100%. lot of trauma. I'm going to talk about trauma I have historical exclusion trauma. Anyway. All right, the film is over, right? No. Um, <sighs> so Derek gets given John's job. Uh, he's like, yeah, I'll take it. Uh, he signs the foreclosure agreement. And seconds later, he quits. He literally signs the thing to get to be like, yeah, I'm the here now man. Signs the agreement and then says, I quit. I great. Um... And then I said, the moral of the film, basically, it's all just one long TED Talk about success. True, the film is very TED Talk in terms of it's got a very clear agenda. I kind of... It, which I, is fine. I think it would have been fun if it ended and it was just Steve on uh, stage doing a TED Talk. I'm going to write to them and say they should have ended it that way. I'm going to write to Joe Lynch. Um, no, I'm going to write to straws Steve. straws are fucked. Mine's in bits. I couldn't finish my milkshake. <sighs> You know what? Fuck the turtles. You know what? Fuck the gourmet burger kitchen. No, I, that's right. I'm t- telling you, I'm name dropping. No, we want them to sponsor us. They're very good burgers. Um, I'm sorry, that was the best milkshake I ever had. What a great straw! <laughs> great straw, great service, great straw, great service. Great money they're gonna give us fuck, now. Fuck the turtles, though, right? <laughs> fuck the turtles. Do you know that um, paper Don't straws? Don't actually fuck a turtle, please. <laughs> turtle. Turtle doesn't... You don't fuck the turtle. The turtle fucks you if you're a croc. (laughs) Mache has crocs, by the way. Please, don't say that on the podcast. This is private information. You can talk about my trauma. You can talk about all the terrible things I've done in my life and that happened to me. Don't talk about my crocs. Coming in my pants. I'll talk about coming in my pants all day long for you on the podcast. No problem. My mom is listening. It's no problem. Hi, Kasha. Well, don't be talking about my crocs. Because that's private. Do you, what do you want to talk about now? Your Crocs. No. That was a wrong <laughs> What about the and, mask? Yeah, we can talk about Remember the mask. when we watched the mask and you were wearing Crocs? Oh, that's so good. <laughs> got me. <sighs> got him again. God damn it. Right, the film's over. Um, uh, the film's over. Fucking, uh, it's okay. It's fine. It's a I good, loved it. It's a good time. Yeah. I'm going to say it's a good time. I think for me, I watch a film, I don't care... I don't necessarily always care about the quality. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care fair. if a film's shit. But I didn't think it was shit. I really enjoyed it. That's good. But for me, I just like to have fun. Yeah, sure. I love to have um, fun. For a long time, I said Scream was my favorite film. Yeah. Because I like to have fun. Sure, Scream it, Are my favorite fun. films ever the best, like the technically the best film ever? Absolutely not. But that's not my thing. It's not my style. Okay. That's not how you roll. It's not how I roll. Um... And guys, to be honest, Mache wears Crocs. We can't judge. We can't trust his judgment. 
can't believe this is starting in a podcast about my personal Hi life guys. with my Crocs. Hi guys, welcome to Fuck Croc Kill. That was not good. I'm cutting this out. No, it's really cutting funny. It's really funny. It wasn't. I'm gonna kill. My kill for this episode is me. So when you come in your pants, like the first thing you have to think about. <laughs> You know that friend, what was the friend's name who was uh, texting you on Facebook? Juliet. Juliet, our, our biggest fan. She's, we just lost she, her. Right now. <laughs> no. She just, she no, turned Juliet it off. No, Juliet would love it. She would love all the shite talk. Because mm. she talks a load of shite as well. Um, yeah, Juliet was the, I talked about Juliet in the, the second episode. Do you? Yeah. She was, she played the, uh, I think I, I also talked about her in the first episode. Juliet's the person who I watched The Exorcist oh, with yeah. for the first time. And um, Juliet also was the Ella to my Edmund in Evening, a oh, Twilight parody. That's very nice. We kissed? No, we didn't. We were children. I guess it's time. Uh, mayhem. Mayhem. Abby. Welcome to the podcast Establish. about Mayhem. Establish eye contact. I can't make eye contact. Mayhem. Yes. Abby. Yeah, me. Fuck, can't kill, go. Okay, well, this is really difficult for me now. Um, I'm going to be honest. This is a really tough one. Um, it's yeah, really difficult think about the first one, because the first one is the big one, right? first one's going to be really hard for me to decide. It's really difficult to decide. I'm going to fuck Steve Young. What? Yeah. I know. What? I'm going to fuck him. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. It was... Uh, I, I did not see that one coming. Right? Well, hopefully well, I will. <laughs> you can count on that. Uh, he keeps his pants on. He has a wife. And I think two kids. Oh. And they're all beautiful. Why didn't it's good he want? Why didn't he want? What's wrong with me? I don't think he knew you. That. Do you think his mind has changed now that um he's met me? Yeah, uh, he touched your shoulder or something like that. He touched my. Don't want to talk about it. <sighs> we talk about it after the podcast. Um, no. Woo-hoo. No. Gossip. I miss him every day. Oh. <laughs> um, okay so yeah I'm gonna fuck Steve Young great it's a promise it's the most enthusiastic one I've given um, I'm gonna haunt mm-hmm. Kara who's Kara? she's the siren okay she's a bitch uh, she's really horrible to Steve and I also um, her American accent was bad okay I did not uh, notice the actress's American accent was bad okay uh, I thought fair enough um, and then I'm gonna kill Hmm. I think I'm going to kill Irene. Okay. Don't um, like Irene? No, because the boss at least is kind of funny. Like, he snorts coke. He's absolutely a cokehead. Yes. And that's a bit fun. Okay. Yeah, that's um, good for him, I guess. He has yeah. something that he's passionate about. Yeah, exactly. He's passionate about cocaine. I wish yeah. I had a passion. Um, so, you know... It's Stephen Yeun. My passion is Stephen Yeun. I think I'm going to do PhD on Stephen Yeun. Yeah. But on him, literally on him. It's not going to be about him, I'm just going to be on him. Oh, you're going to like... Yeah. Okay. Like be on him. Yeah. Like writing him. Uh, While writing the PhD? What, <laughs> Maybe. What's the, okay. Let's move on, please. Mache. <clears throat> um, oh, yeah, okay, that's me now. Mayhem. The film. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Not the band. Not the black metal band? No. Well, I could do a fuck-up kill with them. <laughs> except that most of them are already de- dead because they killed each you other. Killed, 
What? Yeah, the... <laughs> <laughs> that's a black metal band, like, and uh, one of the guys killed himself, and then, uh, yeah, I think it was the first vocalist, and then the guitarist, like, took pictures of it and put it on as the cover of their next album, and... Oh my god! Uh, and then somebody killed him. Oh no! Anyways... Mache! Um, <laughs> that's not what we're talking about. Mayhem. This the, is the staying film. in. Mayhem, the Ken Loach film. Yes, the Ken Loach film, Mayhem. <laughs> Fuck can't kill. Okay, so fuck. Um, I will fuck. Stephen Young. Good. And Summer Weaving. Oh. At the same time. No, you can't take mine. In the free sub. No, you can't take mine. This is not yours. This is mine. I adjusted it. I'm having a free sub with Stephen Young and Samara Weaving because they're both sexy people and I don't care. That's not fair. I didn't know that was an option. But we're not having the sex scene from Mayhem. We're <laughs> having a different sex scene where there are no clothes and weird shit. And the okay. music is different. We're listening to like Motorhead or If there's else. no clothes, there's going to be weird shit. No, it's very normal. Because genitals are weird. It's very Christian normal sex. Is Jesus going to be watching? He's oh, always yeah. watching. He also, might. Santa will be watching. <laughs> Everybody's welcome. Uh, in on it. <laughs> <laughs> when I was younger, I really thought that orgies were going to be a bigger problem. Did you? For you personally? Or? Yeah. Oh. I really thought they were a thing. I think it's because oh, you I thought, thought, it was like, uh, I thought something... the word orgasm and orgy were just, I thought they were the same thing. But oh. I, the definition I had was orgy. So I thought that orgies were a thing that happened when you were older. And I was like, I really don't want, I, want, I don't think I want to. Oh, because you thought that because people are having orgasms, they're also having orgies. I thought that orgasm and orgy were the same thing. I thought orgy was just so a short. An, oh. I thought orgasm was orgy, but long. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I'm going to haunt. Um, I want to haunt uh, the siren secretary, whatever the fuck her name is. Meg. Meg. I want to haunt Meg because Meg doesn't say anything for the whole film and then does a terrible thing to everybody. And I want that thing to haunt her forever. Oh, true. She burns the keycard or whatever. She does. Uh, which ruins this film's plot for like two minutes until they figure out a different way to do a thing. <laughs> which there was a no way like that before. But uh, yeah, Meg, I want you to be haunted by that forever. Okay. Uh, and then I'm gonna kill... Uh, oh, I don't have that one. Uh, I'm gonna kill... Um, they can already be dead in the films. Yeah, I'm gonna kill uh, Steven Yeun's uh, mug. His mug? Yeah. I How dare to... you? I don't like it's yellow. It's How yellow. How dare you? You're literally yellow. wearing yellow. It's different yellow. It's... I want to kill that mug. No! You can kill anyone but the mug. That's horrible to anyone say. Anyone but the mug? He but loves the mug. But the mug. Why would you do this to Steven? Because uh, you're a horrible man. I don't know. I, I like to see chaos reign. True. Well. Hey. Next, we'll see if we're... <laughs> <laughs> now we just talk a bunch of gibberish until you finally turn off the podcast. Yeah, I hope. Oh. I saw my paper drop. I hope you had a great time, guys. Um, <laughs> um, next week, Mache, what are we going to watch next week? Oh my god, next week. Oh, you have to tune in next week. Because uh, next week... Oh shit, I was supposed to check out how this is pronounced and I did not. Fuck. I am not prepared for the podcast. I thought I was so prepared for today. Would you get your shit together, please? Next week, we are going back... To Italy in the 70s 
I know you were as excited as I am to watch a Sergio Martino film. It's called Strange Vice of Mrs. Varg. That's definitely how this is pronounced. Uh, it is a fun time. Uh, you can uh, buy it on DVD here in Ireland. And it's pretty easily accessible. I think I found it on Prime by accident. Oh. So if you want to watch this film that you probably never heard about, uh, be my guest. There's some Freud. Put his service to the test. There's some Freud involved. Russell Crowe's in it? Uh, no. Oh. But there is some Freud. Sick. Uh, it's going to be a different episode. I, I, I promise you that. So that's what we're doing next week. Thanks, Maché, for telling us that. Uh, it's all great. I hope everyone has a great day. Life. And life. Nobody's <sighs> listening because we talked about coming in pants again. Yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry, Stevian, if you're out there. Come. And thank you to Sheila, Abby's mom, because we named her up my mom, but not your mom. Thanks, mom. I mean, I do. I we're sorry. I hope she's I'm not sorry. listening yeah. at this stage. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Fuck thank hunt, you. kill. Fuck hunt, kill. Oh, check out our website. It's fhkpodcast.com. Check out our Instagram. Our handle is fhkpodcast. Uh, subscribe to our podcast. This is a podcast. Pod, it's a podcast named Fuck Can't Kill with podcast. We do the podcast. We do podcasts. And you and do the listen. You, li- you make listen, we do talking. We use mouth, you use ear. Goodbye. Goodbye.